Hey, Jerry. Yes. It's Wednesday. That it is. You know what that means? It's podcast time. Woo! Podcast time! And we are live. We are. But I have a sad face. Say it ain't so, Joe. Say it ain't so. I have a sad face. Why is that? We have no wine. We don't. We thought we would top 600 downloads this week, and it didn't happen. I'm getting to wonder how people like or how much they dislike our rapid fire so <laughs> may or may not have another one of those and if we do and the numbers don't change we uh will definitely be switching so we'll see yeah hey that being said we still already in the month of august seven different states three different countries awesome so we're moving it's just a little uh, slower than we like you know i hadn't thought of this but you probably should call mike Make sure he wasn't on vacation last week. That could certainly explain our no, He's going on vacation next week. Oh. But, okay. but, but, they're going to Europe for riverboat cruises. Nice. So, very likely. Oh, think about how many countries. I know, right? So, we, we should be good there. We should have like all kinds coming up. We That's going like to be 20 awesome. countries. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. That is. That's grand. I'm excited. Absolutely. So that was your week. Did you have another good week, I hope? I did. Been very, very busy this week. And, uh, yeah, just been very, very busy. I've had a, long, a few long days. Uh, I'm working on a, uh, obviously, I do real estate full-time, but I picked up a part-time job um, where I get to have a very fulfilling part-time job helping some folks get back and forth to the doctor and stuff like that. Nice. Um, and I've been working a lot of hours for them and to continue real estate. And uh, I'm never getting rid of real estate. That's my career. But if I can help some old people and balance some things out, and most importantly, let's just be honest, get rid of some old debt that, that's just been out there. You know, uh, my goal is to get rid of all that by this time next year. There you go. Minus the house. And, you know, considering, considering some people's mortgages, I'm in such a good spot there. Yes, you are. Uh, we could have you that bought it at the right time. Yeah. And, and we walked into a steal on our house. But, hey, Double Infinity, we are glad you're here. Welcome we back. hope you enjoyed your snickerdoodles. Woo-woo. Yes, we do. That's what you get for being a, a solid every week fan of us here. The OG. Newsworthy. Yeah, OG fan. Yeah, so absolutely. But um, anyway, yeah, that that between the two, I realized that I, I, I seventy eighty hours a week is a lot. <laughs> that it is. But that's okay. How was your week? It was very good. Kind of like yours. Busy. Uh, a few days ago, I actually eight o'clock. You eight o'clock. I'm telling you, it was so time-consuming. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> I bet even it, was, it probably was even more so if you went back for seconds, right? Well, didn't have that problem. Wasn't that large of a clock. Was pretty hungry, so managed to finish it the first now, time around. Did you eat it with your hands? <laughs> <laughs> and how else would you suggest that I eat a clock? 
Uh, you know, I certainly just, not my feet. I think we covered that one last <laughs> week. Oh, clock puns. The only thing better than clock puns are cow puns <laughs> or tree puns. I love them both. It was cow patties. You see, we're not going to start talking about your proclivities to go into the uh, uh, massage parlors and what you do in there anymore this week. Oh, trust me, that has nothing to do with cow patties. Well, that's not what I heard. Keep in mind, we're we have no no. We're totally bare. We're we're not covered by anything. Not sheets. Not no no towels. no 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 no. I no, I, I, I'm just saying we're transparent. We have nothing to hide here. Woo! Yeah, no, no. We have plenty to hide. And all of that would be one of them. <laughs> Just saying. Just yeah, saying. still saying you're going to the wrong kind of massage parlors. I haven't been to a massage parlor, but I, uh, <laughs> Double says you're at a loss for words. I got you. <laughs> um, I did go to the library this week. You did? Yeah. Well, pray tell why. Well, I went in there to, you know, I hadn't been in a library in years. And they were having a book sale. So I went in to get the uh, book sale. But, you know, they accused me, Jerry, of stealing a thesaurus. Really? Yeah. It was bad. I was, not only was I mad, but I was simply appalled. I was aghast. I was angered. <laughs> well, at least you apparently got to put the book to good use before they reclaimed it. <laughs> I'm glad of that. So, I did uh, something else too, Jerry. What's that? Last, excuse me. Uh, last week, I did something I hadn't done in years. I'm a big proponent of donating blood. Blood, good for you. Yeah, um, but I won't ever do it again because. Well, they asked too many questions. Like, where did you get it? Where did you get it? Uh, whose blood is it? Why is, Why is it, it in a bucket? bucket? <laughs> yeah. Gotta hate those people asking those questions. Jeez, I'm telling you. And apparently cow's blood is not good. I, <laughs> I don't know. Anywho. Wow, that was, oh, we need wine. We yes, just we do. We need people to share and like and download this so we can drink wine. If for no other reason. And Mr. Mike, please keep traveling. <laughs> um, so I know we usually ask and uh request that people send us small mom and pops things that do business um local businesses right because we like to pr promote those i've got two this week good um if you guys and, and we have we have people listening from all over the country and this applies to all over the country if you want to become a pilot um, I would strongly suggest that you give Carter Aviation a call. Carter Aviation is in Springfield, Kentucky. Um, Chris Carter is the owner, and he is an amazing instructor. He's the one who taught me how to fly. Uh, so little quid pro quo there, uh, just so everybody knows. But you won't get a better instruction. You won't get a better financial deal anywhere else in the country. And Chris is one of those people that will absolutely not let you do things you're not ready to do. So you'll be safe. Uh, 
So Carter Aviation, Springfield, Kentucky, and I'm going to throw out his phone number here. <laughs> Call him directly, 502-827-2732. He will teach you how to fly um, better and more reasonably priced because flight instruction is expensive. There's no way around that. So if you can get a deal on good instruction, uh, you should do that. So call Chris Carter at Carter Aviation. Um, also, we have a lot of listeners in Georgia. We do. In Tennessee. Folks, northwestern Georgia and Trenton, there's a little shop called Uncle Lair's Outpost. Uh, they deal in merchandise that you're not going to find uh, anywhere else. You have to look for it. Homemade stuff, homemade pens, homemade knives. Uh, they have small bat salsa, which you've had for Christmas. No, it's very good. Um, and, you know, they do dehydrated fruit. If you're there local in that area, uh, they have their baking is off the charts. You can get with Uncle Lair's Outpost through their website or Facebook page, Uncle Lair's Outpost in Trenton, Georgia. Uh, awesome stuff, good prices. They also do a lot of healthy keto stuff, so I obviously don't partake in that, <laughs> but everything else they got there is good, so check them out. Tell them Steve sent you, uh, and uh, enjoy that. I think you said their bacon was second only to mochi's, right? Yeah, well, different type of bacon. True. You know, they do a lot of- But very high quality. Oh, absolutely. They do, if you just click on their Facebook page, you'll see some of the cakes they've designed and, and sold- for special occasions, unmatched. I mean, you won't find a better cake in New York than you will down there. That's the truth. Awesome. So check them out. Back to your first one. Um, and I have no idea how this works. Sure. Anyway, you could plug Steph directly, or would you have to go through someone like Carter to, to get her? No, Stephanie does. Uh, she also is a flight instructor, but she's in a different spot in her world now. Okay. And time is the thing for gotcha. her. You know, I just knew that you were very impressed with her and oh, yeah, really absolutely. liked her method of teaching. They used to work that. together, and, right. and that's how I met them both. Yeah. Um, but she's in a different spot. She's flying uh, big jets now. So, cool. uh, And Chris is much more focused. Man, I'm going to choke to death tonight. Uh, much, Chris is much more focused on the individual learning. Right. So he's been doing it like 30 years at this point. Smart dude. So. Anywho, that was a lot of talking. Why aren't you talking? Talk some. Well, I would love to, but I didn't uh, know you was going to promote either one of those. Or I am familiar with both of them. I've heard you speak very highly of both of them in the past, way before we started the podcast. So I do know that it's you certainly weren't telling our listeners anything that I haven't heard from you many times. Before. Absolutely. And, you know, that's kind of what we do. I wouldn't do that. I, I think we... It's, if people listen to us and we give them something like that, we should have at least tried it and know what we're talking about. There you go. Absolutely. So if you want me to start talking, the uh, title or theme of our podcast this week, Joe Biden's presidency, we're going to attempt to take a look at it. What? I was just going to say, for our live listeners only, uh, next week we're going to do two episodes live. Um, one of those is not going to be published. I'm taking a vacation in September or somewhere. So that second live episode will be published that week. 
But if you are a live listener, you'll get two for one next week. Absolutely. Two for one, Jerry. We're not just doing one. I thought we'd agreed to <laughs> stop threatening our audience. Well, you know, sometimes threats are necessary. Okay. Sorry, didn't mean Good to sense. cut you off. Joe Biden. Talk. Joe Biden's presidency. We're going to attempt to look at the pros and cons. This is not probably a uh, easy topic for Steve and I to do. Our first gut reaction would have probably been far different, hopefully, than what our researched opinion is going to be, um, which just says that, you know, instead of going with bias and, and, and our first gut instinct, for most things in life, we're probably far better off if we would do some research and, and give an educated opinion, and that's what we're going to try to do today with Joe Biden's presidency. As we discussed a couple of weeks ago, um, I want to ask you if you believed or did you not believe that Joe Biden was the number one president ever, and you so emphatically, quickly disagreed, but then I reminded you that he had... Uh, just eclipsed the all-time record for the lowest approval rating of any president after the first six quarters in office, probably tells people a little bit about where our first gut instinct was. Uh, but we did do some research, and uh, maybe not quite as bad as what we thought. Anyway, you want to lead off with, uh, I don't know, which one do you want to cover first? Pros, cons, both? As we go, how do you want to do it? Well, first of all, I think it's it's fair to say that with us, um, we are both strongly independent. We're those guys <laughs> that everybody always talks to come election time. Independence. Uh, we vote for who we think is the best. Um, neither of us voted for Trump. Neither of us voted for Biden. Biden. Um, but had. Before we decide to do this topic, I was thinking this is going to be a slam dunk. We're going to find no good things. Um, and then I got to thinking that, you know, that's not a fair way of doing this. If, if somebody wants to listen to somebody trash Biden all the time, Fox News does a great job. Yep. Um, and any of their contributors does a great job. Um, and and conversely, if someone wants to hear nothing but praises, they can go to MSNBC, Rachel Maddow. Um, but I do have a quote from the liberal Joe Scarborough today that um, will explain a lot, but I'm going to leave that for the very last. Okay. Um, so what I was getting at, that's a long way of getting around to stay in. I'm going to start with the pros. <laughs> Sounds great. I just wanted to, uh, I wanted to take a, I, I thought about it and thought about it. And I was like, you know what? We have listeners in California and New York and, and whose opinions vary greatly from ours on a lot of things, and, and we appreciate you guys for being here. Um, so I wanted to take a very open-minded approach to the pros, uh, setting my own biases aside. Um, so uh, the first thing that Joe Biden has done that I think is a pro. And it was talked about at the end of the Trump presidency, but we can never get it done. We can never get it together. One thing always stood out and wouldn't go this way. One thing Joe did was able to do was he did get a bipartisan, a bipartisan infrastructure act um, passed. Uh, it was a spending bill. Of course it was. 
But one of the best parts about this, and in and, and all honesty, I didn't know it, but Joe Biden gets a lot of credit for this. He's the one that wanted this part is a provision that any project from that bill that the government was paying for had to be sourced from America first. Big example of that is steel. For the last several decades, Pittsburgh and the big steel cities, the Rust Belt, has just been decimated by Chinese steel. Um, so this really revitalized some of those areas and put a lot of people to work. Um, and was probably my favorite thing that I researched that he did. And just that one key provision is a really, really good thing. My screen went away. Oh, see? See? I don't have a screen, Jerry. I have good old-fashioned... screen, but you decide to make physical notes. Right, because I follow rules. <laughs> <laughs> Where exactly is that rule at? Well, it's in our byline, oh, okay. subsection C, 43B, A minus 6. Glad to hear that. In parentheses. Just in case you were. Duly right. noted. Thank you. I'm glad you noticed that. But that was one thing. Do you have a pro that you want to throw out there? I do. And, and very, very similar to yours. Uh, let me digress for a second. Probably should have led with this. There are so many things that presidents get credit for and blame for that in many, many cases, they had little, if anything, to do with. That, that happens every, yes. It does. And to a certain extent, rightfully so, to a large extent, it's not fair. It's just the way it is. It's also true when you're the head of anything. If you're the CEO of a company, if you're the leader of a family. You know, there's so many things that we're going to look to the leader, the boss, the, the head honcho, and they're going to get the credit or the blame for so many things, yeah. which was kind of what you were saying about this one. It wasn't necessarily just his actions. It had been in the works for quite a while. The Gun Safety Act that yeah. was signed in June. Uh, now, does he get the all the credit? No, he shouldn't because this is a or was a direct result of the shooting in Uvalde. That that's what precipitated this. That's what led to it. It was enough politicians saying, you know what, we don't care if it's we we don't know that this is the answer. We don't know this is going to fix it, but we have to say that we've got to try something. Let's not stand around and keep twiddling our thumbs. Let's try something. So it's certainly a con. Again, it was the biggest gun safety, the biggest legislation that had anything to do with firearms in the last 30 years. Um, and I don't think it was the fact that Joe Biden was great at convincing people to vote for something he wanted. I truly think this was just a matter for him. And I almost hate to call it this, but it was good timing for him. Not that he wanted this Who is to that happen. James Carville? That is he the one that said never, never waste a good catastrophe? Probably. <laughs> he was kind of that guy, and that's absolutely what this was. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but to be fair, under his presidency, for the first time in over thirty years, significant gun control legislation was passed. So, give credit where credit is due, and that that certainly is a pro for him. Now. Should we switch and do one each negative? Yeah, want. let's do that. That way we're not just bashing him at the end. I don't think that that's a fair assessment either. Okay. 
Um, Lead on with your con. Oh, real quick. Sure. Uh, Double Infinity said she's just saying that Ronald stepped into a mess like we have now. Uh, Reagan. Talking about Reagan and, and the Carter presidency. The big difference is between the Carter presidency and Joe Biden's presidency is, and and I speak to this not because I was old enough to understand the Carter presidency. I was not. But in reading about the Carter presidency and talking to Joni, my mother-in-law, who was a, not necessarily a fan of Carter, but she feels very much like about Carter that we felt about Bush in a lot of ways, that if he said something, Regardless if we agreed with it or not, you knew that that's actually what he felt. I don't think that would just Joni. I think that would be pretty much well, everyone. Again, I, I, I can't speak that because I wasn't Carter here. was known to be one of the most honest people yeah. ever. And, and a good guy. The difference is I don't feel that way about Joe Biden at all. Joe Biden is a career politician. He's never done anything except be a politician his entire life. And some of the things we're going to get into today show that and show that there's a level of corruption there that can't be explained away or, or shot away from at some point, he's going to have to reckon with that. But um, that would be the one difference between Reagan and Carter and currently whoever's elected president and Biden. So um, anyway, back to negatives. Con. Yeah. Cons. I, I didn't include any gaffes. Because Joe Biden is a gaffe machine, okay? It yeah. happens. I mean, that's just more who he so is. than George W. Bush was. More, way more. Well, he he had, <laughs> um, totally had his share. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but when you invite dignitaries to your White House, <laughs> and whilst you're meeting with said dignitaries, you decide that's the best opportunity in front of the cameras to take a nap. <laughs> That's a problem. When did he take a nap? He took a nap while he was meeting with Zelensky at a climate meeting before the Russians invaded Ukraine. How long ago now? Uh, well, it was long enough that a White House aide had to come roust him from his nap. <laughs> I, I, seriously, how long would you guess it was? 15, 20 seconds. Okay. But still. <laughs> you can't. What that does and why that's on my list as a con is because that's sh- that sh- broadcast to the world that our leader... Did he have his head bowed? Hopefully. He had already closed his eyes for several seconds and his breathing patterns had already changed. That's what prompted the White House Deep to thought. come out. I, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm down. I remember back when I was in school and, and I was really pretty good at being able to pretend to be in deep thought and lower my head and remain there for a significant amount of time. Now, I did have a few <laughs> teachers that would occasionally rouse me, as you said Biden was. Listen, listen. I bet yeah. you didn't have a teacher like Miss Howard. If anybody from Harrison County had went to high school, if you had a math class, at some point you had Miss Howard. And I don't know that Miss Howard's still alive. I hope that she is. Well, let's not speak ill of the dead. But I love Miss Howard. Good. But her class, for me, was right after lunch. And it was always hot because we didn't have air conditioning back yep. then. We had a very – we had AC, but it was not very good. <laughs> and I remember one time in particular that I did what you said. And when I woke up, 
it was like three hours later. I looked around and I didn't know whose class I was in. And, was it yours? And so I hop up and I get ready to leave and I go out and she goes, she just, the whole class starts laughing at me. And I'm like, oh, what? And I see my nails. She had taken a, <laughs> a black permanent marker and painted all of my nails. What I didn't know, I, I saw that. I was like, okay, so I did this. You know, I'm putting my hands in my pits and walking out. What I didn't see is that she had taken and went up underneath my hands and drew glasses on me. A big yeah. pirate uh, uh, scar. You know, you know, everybody had the <laughs> yeah. old scars. Oh, my gosh. She threw a big pointy uh, uh, soul patch. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. I love teachers like that. Oh, my gosh. Didn't say a word either. <laughs> didn't say a word. Just didn't really need to after that. No. I didn't fall asleep in her class anymore oh, either. Bet not. <laughs> Sorry. Bet I didn't mean didn't. to interrupt you, but yes. So, yeah, falling asleep on the world stage during a climate meeting that you asked for, probably not a good a, a good, a good deal. Well, <laughs> I've got one a little more substantial than that. Well, good. Uh, and this is the one that tells me that he probably has zero chance of being reelected. It's economy. Yeah. For so many Americans, it's economy. But to narrow it down a little bit, inflation. In May of 2022, inflation hit 8.6%, the highest it's been in 40 years. You, you can't survive inflation like that. You can't, not as president. I don't care whether it's your fault. I understand that, you know, as the world economy begins to pick back up after the world economy shut down during COVID, there has been a, a huge long list of supply chain issues that are part of the problem. I understand the Russia-Ukraine war is part of the problem. Folks, somewhere along the line, it really doesn't matter. You, you are the president of the United States of America. Um, our economy has went to hell in a handbasket since you've been president. Inflation is higher than it's been in 40 years. And Americans, if it's not drastically improved, they will not forget or forgive that. Now, did you hear today what the message was coming out of the White House? No, but I doubt it's changed from the last Oh no! Months. Yeah, it has. Because today out of the White House, and I forget the little lady's name, she said proudly that inflation in July was 0%. <laughs> now, that's top-line inflation. That doesn't include all the commodities and the real stuff that real Americans deal with. Well, but then what's top-line? You know, I read the article. I, without it being in front of me, I, I don't mean, want to try to make it back. Inflation without looking at commodities and... What I would call top line is, um, in a nice way, BS inflation. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's a in the world is going to use that number. Right. So that's counterintuitive, and you're not helping the problem when you're saying things that people fact check and say, well, that's just absolutely not true. Uh, but yeah, inflation is the thing that's going to beat Biden and probably the Democratic Party in the midterms as well. Uh, it's not just the president. It will be huge repercussions for his political party. So uh, if something doesn't change quickly, what are we looking at? September, October, three months yeah. until the election. So, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a red bloodbath. I don't know if it's going to be a bloodbath, but it's probably going to not be pretty at all for the Democrats. And we can talk about that a little later if you want. If we'd had good leadership in the Republican Party, there wouldn't even be a question. But we've had some really dumb things going on in the Republican Party, too. But don't you think that that same exact thing could be said about either party? 
Yes, but I'm talking about there's never been a more ready voting electorate that had we had a Newt Gingrich as Speaker of the House or we had someone other than Mitch McConnell as the majority whip that or minority whip that we could really take the Senate, take the House as Republicans and as conservatives. Um, and we've just had a lot of dumb. Last week you were talking about Matt Gates. Uh, why is he in doing anything? Why is he leading the charge on anything? That's a failure in leadership of the Republican Party, in my opinion. But and Marjorie Green as well. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce my positive now right off of your negative. Okay. How about that? Sure. Now I realize that most of this is because of the COVID shutdown. But to the same effect, my points. but to the same effect, president gets the the blame. President gets the credit. Absolutely. Um, economic gains. Um, since Joe Biden has become president, we've added eight point three million jobs. Um, and on top of that, the deficit has been reduced by three hundred fifty billion dollars. It's not a lot of money when you're talking about government spending, but it's some money. And at least it's headed in the right direction. Right. Blew me away. Back to the unemployment. I'm sorry. Did, no, no, no. Did no, I no, catch yeah. you in the middle no, of something? No, you're good. The unemployment went from 6.2% when Biden took office to 3.9%, which is the biggest single-year drop right. in American history. A very next line. Now. Once again, kind of like you said, does he truly get, should he truly get all the credit no. for that? Of course not. Most of that was simply, as we mentioned earlier, during COVID back in 2019, 2020, the world economy shut down. In 2021, it began to reverse itself and the world economy began to open back up. As you said, when you are the president, you will get the blame and the credit for the things that go on. So absolutely, that that was one of the things that I had on my list. Uh, I would counter that with another one that's very closely related. The S&P 500 is up 12% since he's taken office. Now, it was up 24% at the end of last year, and it had lost every single bit of that. And then in the last couple of months, got regained about 10% of it, 11 point something percent. So I want to get into some of the live comments here real quick, Jerry. Sure. I just, for people who didn't know, uh, Double Infinity has been with us forever. Listen to every episode. We And we yep. wanted to do a little something special for her to thank her. Uh, Mochi Monster has also been with us since about the beginning. Sure. Um, so, and we've tried her goods, her, her baked goods. Excellent stuff. And uh, they're delicious. So we ordered some baked goods from Mochi to give to Double. Uh, Mochi and Double just said on here, Mochi, you're a goddess with bakery. And I just want to let her know that she said that because I don't know if she did or not. But um, uh, that's how good those snickerdoodles were. Would totally agree with her. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Best. Uh, still the best cookies I've ever eaten. You can order those at Mochi's, Mun- Mochi's Munchies. At gmail.com, by the way. Uh, and if you can't remember that, um, if you go back to episode two weeks ago, yeah. number 12, number 12. number 12, I believe, um, the URL or the, the, uh, the email address is, is in the, yep. the links for that podcast. 
say it again. <laughs> Mochis munchies at gmail.com.com. Dot com. That is correct. So my turn for we doing a pro or con. My turn for a con. This one is a little bit confusing. When we withdrew, first of all, the, the name of it I called the Messy Afghanistan Withdrawal. Now, I know that you and I have talked extensively, and we both believe that the United States need to get out of Afghanistan. So th the problem that I have, and, and I know you feel the same, isn't that we withdrew from Afghanistan. It's the way we withdrew. It's the timing of how we withdrew. In fact, we left it's, Americans behind when we did withdraw. <laughs> I don't think we ended up leaving Americans behind. Uh, there was a question of that for a while. I think every American was offered a chance to get out. Some didn't take it. There was worries initially, and you could be right, but from what I saw, I think that problem was taken care of. Okay, but good. what we know we did leave behind was many Afghanistan private citizens who had aided the United States, uh, and we left them behind knowing that they were probably going to be killed in many cases. We uh, there was videos of African citizens falling off planes as they took off as they crazy to the sky. They were trying to cling to planes. We left behind tons of equipment. Um, we had steadfastly said that we had got the Afghanistan government to a point that it was stable and would remain in power. We hadn't even got out of the country until the Taliban was in control. Literally, that was just one ugly messy debacle from beginning to end. So that to me was a very large con was our messy Afghanistan withdrawal. Yes. I, and I agree with that hundred percent. Um, not only was it messy and, and if you ask the Biden administration, they say, well, we follow Trump's guidelines and he did. I mean, 100%. Um, I don't know about 100%. But, Trump never said that you needed to leave in such short notice. Trump never said that we needed to leave behind, that I'm aware of, uh, African citizens who had aligned themselves with the United States and helped aid us in hunting down Taliban. So when we turned our backs on those guys and left, not only did we endanger the lives of many of our friends, for how many generations to come, when we go to other countries and attempt to get local people to help us are they going to say hell no because we saw how you treat your friends and you know i don't know why the guys that helped us this time helped us because of the, how we did the kurds in iraq pretty much yeah <laughs> you know can't argue it, that it you know it, it's uh crazy with that crazy to me um and i don't it not only was it messy how many was it like 850 billion dollars worth of Military equipment we just left. It, yes. Now, now a lot of times we we under we do that we destroy it and we leave. Um, but we didn't destroy it. Part of it we did. Um, Part of it we did. Part of it we said it is not worth the expense. We can build it in the U.S. cheaper than we can bring it back. Uh, I, I don't really don't care. At the end of the day, really don't care what the excuses are. As you said, I don't remember the exact number, but we left far too much equipment behind in yeah. the field that was in serviceable condition that can be used by whoever. So, yeah, there are problems with that. Huge problems with that. I just, 
I don't like any of it. I don't like any of it. Also, I just want you to know, Jerry, what I'm doing right now is I just sent out a tweet and I sent it to the president so that he can join us right here and listen to how we're talking about awesome. it. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get an answer from him. By the way, that reminds me of something. If I could interject this real quick. Sure, sure, sure. A few days ago, I was traveling. I don't listen to a lot of radio. Uh, Kentucky Sports Radio. What's the guy's name? Mark, Matt Jones. Matt Jones. Matt, Matt Jones. Jones. I was listening to Matt Jones on Kentucky Sports Radio. Um, middle, latter part of last week. And he was talking about the floods in eastern Kentucky and how, you know, first he was oh, yeah, yeah, mainly, yeah. he was talking about how horrible it was with the loss of life and all that. He does a sports show, so he had a sports tie-in to it. And it, the, the, the tie-in was this. The coach of the Fleming Neon Middle School Girls Basketball Team had notified Matt Jones and said, our gym got flooded. So not only do we not have a gym to practice in, he said, but we have had some other places offer gyms. But when it got flooded, every one of the girls' shoes were destroyed. They were ruined. We have no, we don't even have practice shoes for the girls. And he said, what we're hoping is that someone, some company, some business that's big enough to donate all, he said, we'd really rather not have, you know, Joe Blow buying a couple of pairs and this guy over here buying two or three pairs and none of them match and they're not the right sizes. He said, if we could, we're hoping we can find someone, some company that's got the resources to be able to donate. So these girls can at least have basketball shoes to practice. Again, right. middle school, Fleming Neon. 10 or 15 minutes later, um, there's a commercial break. He comes back and he says, guys, just wanted to let you know, just got a phone call from Jack Gibbons. Uh, for those of you that are not Kentucky basketball fans, for those of you who may not have been born and raised here, Jack Gibbons was the Kentucky star player on our 1978 national championship team that scored 41 points, if I remember correctly, against Duke. Uh, Dude, one of the all-time Kentucky greats, Goose you're, Gibbons. You were, you were talking stuff that happened before I was even born. Yeah. No, you were born. You were three years old. So don't even try this. I don't know how old you are. I can remember because you're 10 years younger than I. I can back off the 10 years. Nice try. But anyway, Matt Jones announced that he had received a phone call from Jack Gibbons, who had already talked to a couple of members of the 1978 championship team. And he was notifying Matt Jones that the 1978 UK national championship team was going to donate all of the sneakers. I, I just thought, what a feel-good story. You know, in the news, we hear so many negative things. Uh, that, that's just the nature of news. That's the way it is, and it's going to be. But, you know, th there's still a lot of good people in the world. You know, th these guys won their championship, what, 44 years ago? It's a long time. But, uh, obviously, the connections are still real. The Jack Gibbons was listening to... Matt Jones, Kentucky Sports Radio. Isn't that great? It was like, I don't know, maybe 10, 10.30 on a um, Thursday morning, I believe, was roughly the time when I was when I heard this. Just wanted to throw that out. Didn't mean to interrupt you and disrupt you. Oh, no, that's fine. You totally just – No, just kidding. Meant to bring that up at the beginning. Just kidding. So where are we at? We had a positive? <laughs> that's what I just asked. Where are we? No, no, you did a negative. It's my turn to do a negative, right? I think so, yes. Okay, well, I'd be remiss to not add what 
and, and I'm speaking from a very right-wing perspective now. So this isn't necessarily what I'm thinking. This is a negative as to how some people are thinking. A lot of people think that he has, with the raid at Mar-a-Lago, has finally, and the fact that he was using the FBI against teachers who are parent-teacher conference leaders who were standing up against mass mandates in schools. First of all, let me interrupt. He was using the FBI? Seriously? You can back that up. No, I am saying what was said in in a different news article. I am not saying that that's what I believe. I'm saying that that's what other people believe. I would highly dispute that. Well, it's... As far as the, the raid in Trump's home, that's never happened to a president before. Never has. Uh, and that's far and beyond. There are, and, and take that for whatever you want, but it, there are a lot of people that said, uh, in the know, that said that could have been done a million different ways. Well, yeah. and the way that it has been done makes it appear that he has, or someone in his administration has utilized the FBI as their, you know, they've weaponized the FBI. Okay. So that, that's the way that was said. That was not my belief necessarily. Is it I, your belief? Do you I agree do, or disagree? No, I, I absolutely disagree with the way that the, the raid happened in the president's home. Do President, you agree with President the comment? I don't, I don't necessarily think that the FBI has been weaponized by one party over another. I think that they were allowed to do some things that probably shouldn't. Let me ask you this. Is there any evidence that you have heard that ties Biden to this? Um, no, but Merrick Garland is, is the big figurehead. And we know what happened with Merrick Garland. He got shorted on the, the, the uh, he didn't get to be a uh, Supreme Court judge. Thank you. Couldn't think out because of Trump's president. Trump didn't do it. Trump Mitch had nothing McConnell, with Mitch McConnell, 100%. Um, but, you know, a lot of people are saying there's a lot of... Trump probably could have changed it, maybe. Maybe. But, but it, it was McConnell that did this. Absolutely. Stuff. Now, I'm sorry. I thought you threw. I am through. Okay. The rebuttal. And this is going to take a little while. Because oh. I disagree 100% with every bit of that. <laughs> Let's start off with the fact that Eric Trump was quoted as saying this week that he knows that Joe Biden... Uh, was responsible for this. He knows because he has been as the son of Donald Trump. He was around the White House. He knows how these decisions are made. And he guarantees that this decision was made and approved, or at least approved by Joe Biden. Uh, What he really did was to tell what everyone has known for many years. Donald Trump personally totally politicized not only the FBI, but the entire Department of Justice. Donald Trump, in several cases, told him who he wanted investigated. He told him who he wanted charges brought against. That's something that had never before happened, ever. Every president up until him had at least, as far as we know, was there things done You know, with Richard Nixon? Obviously, we know later on that things were were done in private conversations that shouldn't have been. But at least when you're on national public television, as Trump was in many cases, when he would just come out and say, well, they need to investigate Hillary Clinton. They need to blah, blah, blah. Whoever it was he was pissed at at the time. He fired Jeff Sessions for not listening to what he would say, his first uh, attorney general. 
and basically ran Bill Barr out of office because Bill Barr refused to go along with his assertions that the presidency race in 2020 was stolen from him. All that Eric Trump did was to prove what everyone had known for some period of time, that Donald Trump absolutely was involved in those decisions, that he did politicize not only the FBI, but the entire Department of Justice. Everything I've heard and said was that you're right in the sense of this was Garland, not Biden. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Th you brought this up during a conversation of whose pros and cons? Uh, Mary Garland? It absolutely, no, but it absolutely. Oh, oh, oh okay. Credit where credit is due and blame because you're the okay, boss. Okay, well, let's first of all draw a line <laughs> if we're saying that Mary Garland did this. Joe Biden and his people have said that he had that he found out the way that everybody else did by watching CNN. Yeah, and what does that actually say about the presidency, too? I mean, it's actually the way it's supposed to work. Mm. Nothing through the Department of Justice is supposed to go through the president when it comes to enforcing laws. Because what do you point, think that started changing? What do you mean? Well, it there, there always were, been that way until Trump. Is that what you're? No, asking? no. I'm I'm saying because there were rumors and can and and I I don't have them in front of me. I apologize uh, <laughs> that that Barack Obama. I'd also done some of this stuff. That of what? Related to what investigation or what Related person? to what Trump had started to do. They they were reaching places that their power had never reached before. Were you saying that there were rumors that he had, behind closed doors, had conversations? Yes. Are you saying that he had been on national television? No, no. Trump did repeatedly. Behind closed doors, obviously. And say they need I to. I mean, we all saw the, We absolutely all, whoever was interested at all in the presidential campaign, we all saw Donald. In fact, I, I think it's probably one of the things that got him elected when he when Hillary was talking about stuff and he said, you're right, you wouldn't want me in that power because you'd be in jail. Well, I mean, that was one of his key key things that got him elected. So, yeah, you know, I can't disagree with what you're saying. I'm not for sure that I remember. With every president, there's probably going to be rumors that certain conversations happened, you know, we wonder if he had, a, you know, I'm sure those conversations have gone on with every president. We oh, know sure. in some cases, like Nixon, um, that they did go beyond the oh, scope yeah. of what's legal. And they got their hands smacked. Pretty and hard. I'm sure that it's not just him. I'm sure many of them have done the same. Mm -hmm. uh, no, so I'm not going to, Yes. No, no one had the balls, <laughs> to be honest, to go on national television and say, here's. Here's what I'm saying. What you going to do about it? For, for all of Trump's faults, he absolutely cut against the grain. as In many ways. In, in many ways. And I think that that's why he has so many people that are still going to vote for him in 2024. Probably. You know what I mean? A third a, of the nation we figured the other day. A report come out today. I don't know if you saw it. That has been... The name wasn't released, but apparently the reason, a couple of things come out. Number one, they had been in uh, Trump's attorneys and the Department of Justice have been in negotiations for several months about different classified documents that he has. Sure. First of all, you know that over 15 boxes have already been returned. Mm -hmm. And in those 15 boxes, multitude of classified documents sure. was at included. At least he didn't bleach bit it. Like a certain here's the, here, other person Here's the did. deal. It's a known fact that he already did a whole bunch of things that he shouldn't have done. Right. It's a known fact that he already went far beyond what he alleged Hillary Clinton did. Hillary Clinton, he alleged by accident, lost some emails. Some of which... 2,000 emails. All. All. 
from <laughs> certain time period to certain time period, right. she lost all. Now, it was never alleged that she did anything intentional, that, that she meant to do this. What we do know for certain is that he, in many cases of these multitude of classified documents that we already know that he's brought back, those were illegal. Yeah. We also knew that he had more. There was an informant who informed the FBI, someone in Trump's group, informed them which documents and where they were stored. Wow. So they knew, they. this wasn't some, when you listen to McCarthy talk, when you listen to McConnell talk, they're, they're saying that they're going to open an investigation against the Department of Justice because it's been politicized. They not only knew that this wasn't some witch hunt, they knew exactly what they were looking for. They knew that he had documents that were classified, which is it's a felony for every one of those to be in his possession. So, the, the, all right, I don't know how you would say that it, what they did shouldn't have been done. Positives. Positives. I'm getting low on positives, but <laughs> I do have one good one. Okay. I got one that you're going to appreciate, that you would never in a million years think that I'm going to bring up. Okay. Well, this one is probably on your list. Actually, I think uh, I'm almost positive it is. The Inflation Reduction Act. No, it's not on my list. Really? Yeah. The bill that was just passed? Yeah. Actually, it wasn't even passed. It's not, it passed it's not the House. Signed, it's not been signed by Biden, but everyone knows it's going to be. Um, which is going to raise around $739 billion. And it's going to turn around and spend $370 billion. It's going to have a net result of a $400 billion cut in the national debt. Once again, reducing national debt. Uh, if you believe the federal numbers, I find those all hokey. Actually, those are his numbers. The CBO, the congressional. I find their numbers hokey as well. This is not his CBO. These guys have been in office before Trump. Exactly. So if you, well, I mean, so at what point, if they're nonpartisan, if if they're partisan, I get why you say you don't believe them. But if they're nonpartisan and you click and say, exactly, who? so you don't like partisan, you don't like nonpartisan, who is it you like and trust? Uh, I can count those people on about one hand, maybe two. Please enlighten all of us. <laughs> they are. Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> Well, I can't because those people would be subject and at some point are going to be subject to congressional background checks when I run for president because they're all going to be cabinet members. And I'm guessing you're also afraid that if you release their names publicly, that they will be the next to have their homes in, invaded and occupied. Yes. Just I, as Donald Trump yes. did by Mar-a-Lago. But here's my point. Seriously, if it's the partisan people that you're not agreeing with, I get it. Okay, well, but continue. the CBO has said that their number is greatly reduced, but about 150 billion. Okay, reduction in so it's still reduction. So 150 good. billion dollars. But where's the money coming from? Who are they taxing? Who do you think they're taxing? <laughs> and the reason I, know I ask who, this, I, I know who they that everybody thought that they were no. going to tax. Republicans and Democrats have agreed on who they're taxing. Yeah. So who are they taxing? I don't. I don't like any of it. You don't like any of it. I don't okay. like, I don't, I think that I, we can do a whole episode on taxation and we probably should. Two groups of people. Okay. Tell us the two groups of people, the rich and the poor. Corporations. 
who don't pay taxes. Rich corporations. Who don't pay taxes. No, they do. No, they don't. They do some. They do. They have instituted a 15% corporate minimum tax. Okay. Is is there a problem with a 15% minimum corporate tax? Let me ask you a question. Hold on. Let me finish one thing and then ask whatever you want. Here's what that means. Corporate tax is much higher, but then they begin to factor in all their deductions all their loopholes. Okay. This says there will be a 15% corporate minimum tax. I remind you that for a person making $40,000 a year, you're paying 15%. So are you telling me that you think corporations should pay less than the guy making $40,000? I'm telling you that if I make $40,000 a year and I pay 15% tax, my tax bill, if I purchase from X corporation that just got hit with a 15% minimum tax, I'm now paying their 15% tax. So your answer only, is yes. They're only going to raise the cost of whatever good to the final consumer by the 15%. No, they won't. They do no, not. they won't. Only <laughs> if they believe that their competition down the street is going to do the same. They all have Other, to. Uh, hold on. You just said no. they all have to pay no. a 15% minimum tax. You're missing the point. Many of them already were paying well beyond it. But some of them had good enough lawyers. Some of them were like Donald Trump, who bragged about the fact that he hadn't paid taxes in years and said, that makes me smart. (laughs) We had people like that who would walk the very fine line of between legal and illegal, and they were paying much lower taxes. So not everyone is going to react to this the same. And corporations absolutely will not raise the prices unless they believe that their competition will do the same. Otherwise, they are at a price disadvantage automatically and would never do that. So your answer is yes, you think that the guy making $40,000 a year needs to be paying more than the corporations. No, I'm just Just saying, let's get it on record. I don't believe that corporations can do and or will pay taxes. Any. Ever. I don't think so. You don't think any corporation in America pays taxes? Oh, I think they all pay taxes. They write a check, but then they turn right around and up the price of the final consumer, regardless of who it is, and that raises prices for everyone. Indiscreetly. So you're telling me that if we raise the tax on McDonald's and didn't any other fast food, that McDonald's will turn around and raise the prices and make themselves non-competitive to Wendy's no, customers I go out and of Burger King's. Oh, if they're the only ones getting the tax, they're going to go out of business. If they had a 1% increase in tax, they're going to go bankrupt. Compared to if they have to pay an additional percent over Burger King? Absolutely. Absolutely not. They have way more than a 1% uh, revenue to begin with. <sighs> what you're saying doesn't add up. What you're saying doesn't add up. You and can't your face justify the up. fact. Yeah, there you go. When, when all else fails, get personal with <laughs> hey, it. Because I, I, you know. I have some Democrat blood in me, so I can do that. I can get personal if it doesn't add you up. You certainly have Democrat blood in you. You were a raging Democrat <laughs> when I met you. The problem is what you're saying doesn't add up. Because if that's the truth, and you and I have had this conversation before, and you've even agreed that you've said multiple times that we should cut the taxes on corporations because that means that they will cut the price on their product and we will be able to buy things cheaper. And my point is, cut it how much? When should you stop cutting? Cut it 10%, 20 50 Why not 100 Why not make it a negative tax? Why not pay businesses to be in business? We do in a lot of cases. You actually have told me that you George have Shannon no is problem. is a prime example of that. Toyota, no, 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 no. We're not paying Toyota to be in business. We gave them tax cuts for a few years. Toyota's paid huge taxes. So you cannot say that we are paying Toyota net to be there. That's not even close to being true. 
I'm going to do a positive now. Do you care? Oh, you don't want to answer that question? No, I'm just trying to get back to our topic at hand. Okay. Trying to rein you in a little bit. (laughs) Trying to rein you in. I don't want your blood pressure to get up. (laughs) Say it with a smile on my face. (laughs) My blood pressure stays up. Oh, gosh, I know. Okay, so your positive was the new wonderful Inflation Reduction Act. That most people have said won't affect inflation for two years. That's what I read today. But that's okay. Who? Who? Who are these most people? Uh, most MS, people MBC, where I read the article today. MSNBC. Yeah. Or MSN. One of those two. I don't remember. Okay. Two's on it. Go ahead. Are you ready for the one that you never thought would come out of my mouth? <laughs> I'm ready. Go for it. All right. So the one that, it, that you would thought would never come out of my mouth is this one. Joe Biden has done more than any of... <laughs> yes, ma'am, Miss Double. She goes, what would Ronald do? What would Ronald do? Yeah. yeah. Her, her hero is Ronald Reagan. If you can't tell that. <laughs> um, He's a ton of Americans' hero. Now, you got to remember, before I say this, let me clarify that I am thinking from a very objective... Trying to be oh, but of course a very objective person. Okay, would there ever be any doubt if it's you? Thank you. I appreciate that. That's a good vote of confidence. So, President Biden, in his first year in office, in fact, in his first few days in office, did an absolute ton to combat climate change. How about that? <laughs> you bet. <laughs> I know you guys can't see it. Who are you? <laughs> It's what you do with my friend's keys. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I wish you all What do they call that when a species figures out how to take over a host body? What do they call that? That change? Uh, is that a You're synopsis? That. Or a, 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 oh, gosh. I don't know. You've taken over, my friend's <laughs> Symbiote. Yes. A symbiote. That's true. <laughs> So within the first few days, he rejoined the Paris Climate Accord. Um, and um, the one thing that I actually agree, I don't, I didn't agree to the Paris Climate Accord. Okay. Which doesn't make sense. But it makes perfect sense. Zero sense. It makes great sense. Zero um, sense. The it one was thing- a voluntary country goals were set by themselves, and it was voluntary. And you could change them. Yeah. But you don't agree with that. Makes no sense. Why would we have to agree with other countries if we can just do that without an accord? Because we agree that we've got a problem worldwide and we need to address it. So all the countries except for two in the entire world come together, and then suddenly the United States under Donald Trump decided to back out. No, this is a bad idea. Well, the reason behind why he backed out, I can understand. Not that it came. Which is what? Well, because the two that didn't join, India and China, are the world's worst producers. Wrong. China polluters. I know China was part of it, one of the original ones, and I think India was too. It was two little tiny countries. Uh, Look it up. Anyway, the one part what that I did. did. <laughs> You're cracking me up. Um, and we also entered an agreement with several countries in South America to stop and reverse deforestation, which anybody who's anybody knows that we country. breathe because of South America's Rainforest. Rainforest. Um, So that was good. In addition to that, he went ahead and he 
ended. He revoked a, a key license that got rid of the Keystone Oil pipeline. And this Which is, you do not like. Absolutely not. But if you are a conservationalist, these are good things. Um, and he also stopped, put a freeze, a moratorium on any new leases to any oil companies on federal land. Those are I think all. He changed that. He has very yes. recently when gas yes. went to like six dollars a gallon in California. <laughs> he had to. Um, and I think he even changed more during this Inflation Reduction Act as a compromise that Manchin insisted. Well, He's opened up even more because of this, and Manchin is the one that made him do it. Well. And so if you believe in human-made climate change and you think that that is a real thing, then these then these are very good, very solid yeah. moves on the part of the president, including he also said that, and I think I have this on the wrong list. I do. Um, uh, where does it say? Do, 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 do. I am so sorry. Uh, basically, he he did all of this, and instead of giving money to coal, he wants to, the federal government to be off of coal by 2030 and into reuse, reusable, renewable energies. That needs to happen somewhere along the line. I don't know where. It's not right now. It's not in 2030. We don't Probably have to. It's 2030, yes. The problem is, in too many cases, people get in too big a rush yeah. and try to move to something that we're not ready for. And we find out that since we're not ready, it's you know, as bad or, or as worse than what we're trying to get away from. Here, here's the thing. These energy companies that get vilified and, and in a lot of instances, you know, they're the ones that's going to move us to renewable sources as soon as they can find a way to make a profit from it. And the government won't have to spend a dime. They will push it themselves as soon as they figure out this is how I make money on it because they are the kings of making money. But if it is a good thing, I think the government can and probably should help in some way. I'm not saying what way. Sure. They can incentivize by pushing money towards research in certain areas. Sure. Uh, they also can and are trying to offer incentives to customers who do solar panels or whatever. Sure. Some of that. I, I'm not saying what we're doing now is right because I haven't done enough research and I don't know. But I do know that we can spend federal tax dollars. There, there's two things I'd like to see real quick. Also, sure, the Inflation Reduction Act that I just mentioned spends another $369 billion. Uh, we have to borrow from China. On climate. No, no, no. Again, total revenue raised $739 billion. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut We're you off. Only Investing four hundred thirty-three billion of that four hundred thirty-three, three hundred sixty-nine billion is being spent on energy security and climate change. One other thing I'd like to mention on that: I said that we were going to tax two groups of people. I mentioned one, and you and I got off on a tangent and talked forever. The first one was corporations, right? The yep. other group of people that this raises taxes on is individuals making more than four hundred thousand dollars in a household. So if you want to, and you obviously do because you've already started doing it, if you want to say why individuals making more than $400,000 or corporations making more than $1 billion shouldn't be taxed more, uh, by all means. That was the only two things I wanted to add. Good. That was your pro, so what are we back to? Negatives, Negatives. cons. I think I may have mentioned this in passing, but... Uh, this is big. Approval ratings. 
through the first year and a half, the first six quarters, the worst approval rating of any president ever in history. Now, I don't know how long they've been tracking this. Probably, I'm guessing, 50 years or so. Yeah. Uh, Telephones, probably. That would maybe. be the start, maybe. maybe. Somewhere, I don't know. And that would only be after enough households had telephones to make it worthwhile. Yeah. You know, again, I think we've mentioned this before, but when I grew up, uh, and again, I lived out in the country. I don't know if it was that way in the cities or Dude, not. Dude, you lived in the sticks. We had a party line. There oh, were yeah. like five Three or two. six families. Oh, you guys did yeah. too? And I, I lived right downtown. Oh, yeah, okay. Five or six families. And if you picked up the phone, you might hear a dial tone, which meant you could call, or you could very well hear Mabel down the street in a conversation. <laughs> Talking about whom, who uh, her other neighbor was messing around with. Yeah. And everyone knew. It seemed like no matter where you lived, if you're on a party line, you had that one neighbor who had nothing better to do than to listen yep. constantly and was the one who was the biggest gossip in the community and knew everything. Yeah, they, they were just listening in. So you're right. Back then, there was a lot of phones. But did you really know who you're talking to? Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, so my negative one, and I'm not going into detail. We can do a whole show about it because we're going to wrap up soon. Uh, but I feel that at some point, if Joe Biden, and, and I, again, I'm not wishing ill will on anybody, but the man is in poor health. Um, I mean, he's 80, what? 80, 79. 79 years old. I think. So he's like a year older than you. Um, <laughs> Six months younger. Thank you very much. If if he is able to continue past this presidency, at some point, the Hunter Biden corruption that he and his son in, in bed with the Chinese on a lot of issues, this whole thing is going to blow up in their face. No, it's not. And it, at the very least, Hunter will bring him down. Hunter made for a million reasons. That boy's yeah. had problems with addictions to more than one substance. Yeah. Uh, had an affair with his dead brother's spouse, yeah. correct? Yeah. While he was married, I think. Yeah. Pretty sure Biden was, or uh, Hunter was still married. Yeah. And then his older brother, Bo, passed away, had an affair with Bo. This guy's got problems. So yeah. could Hunter bring him down at any point in time? From everything I'm hearing, yes. Yeah. All this other crap you're talking about, do you have any idea how many people poured over that and dug for everything that they possibly could find during the last election and couldn't find Jack? Well, I know. Now, I, if they I, wanted to find I, something on Hunter, they found it. It's not hard to dig and find something on that guy. He's a mess. I, I think he's straightened up quite a bit from what I've heard. He's still a mess. He probably always will be, uh, including the job that he was making $600,000 a year for or whatever he was, you know, that they hired him trying to get influence with his dad. Yeah. Nothing. They dug into that from everything that I read and never could find out that his dad had ever done anything inappropriate. So I would be surprised if something comes up out of that. Again, the last part of what you said, Hunter Biden, there's not much that guy could do that would surprise me. Yeah. He would be guilty of about anything. Anyway, we're what a, a little over an hour? Yeah, no, we're good. I got one more thing. Sure. Quote from Joe Scarborough. Okay. Everybody knows Joe Scarborough. If you don't, you quick should. history. Huh? You should. You don't, you should. He's, he's a uh, uh, former Republican. Switched somewhere back, what, George Bush time? Probably. Somewhere in that ballpark. Switched to being a Republican, journalist on CNBC. And the other day he was quoted as saying, and I I quote, he, he said, 
the Democrats. The Democrat Party is led by Joe Biden at the moment. He said the Democrats cannot protect the United States across the world. The Democrats cannot protect our streets. And the Democrats cannot protect us at the border. That's coming from a bleeding heart liberal talking about Joe Biden and the administration and all Democrats across the board. That says something. And, and you can take that for whatever you want, but I've never in my life heard Joe Scarborough blister the Democratic Party and their leader of the Democratic Party like that before. So I just thought that was an interesting quote. Can disagree with that. Yeah. So, anywho, so that's what we think of Joe Biden's presidency, the pros and the cons. What do you think? Jerry, thumbs up. We need to hear more pros or thumbs down. Well, this one's kind of tough. Yeah. How do we rate it? Are we saying the Joe Biden period overall? Well, I mean, we're saying the pros. Let's do a thumbs up on both. Uh, I think he's president. I, neither one. Roughly the same word is. Like you said, he's a president. So that itself, the office itself, means you should have quite a bit of coverage. You, you are the president, the leader of the most powerful country in the world. So that alone says that you should have a decent amount of coverage. I don't know that it would be beneficial to have less. Don't know that I could really stomach more. So <laughs> I would say leave it as it is. Sweet, I would agree with that. So quick question for our listeners. Our email is newsworthy with Stephen Jerry at gmail.com. Right. We want to hear from you guys. What do you want to hear from our podcast more? We talked earlier that we're going to pull rapid fire back and put it into a half a show as opposed to its entire show um, because the numbers just don't back up us doing it. Um, if we're wrong, let us know we're wrong. Um, also, do you want to hear more libertarian stuff? Jerry and I very heavily lean libertarian and would love to cover some more of those issues. Uh, do you want to hear more spooky tales, more down the rabbit hole stuff? Do you want to hear more politics? You guys send us an email. Let us know what you want to hear because that's what we're here for. Uh, and that's what I got. Or you left out one. What? If they want to hear more Biden fanboy stories that you love, <laughs> please let us know. I left out two, Jerry. What's that? If you also know of one of those massage parlors, <laughs> let Jerry know because he wants, need to know all of them. he wants to know where they're at, all of them. how much they are, and how small of a towel he actually has to wear. For that, guys, thank you all so much. Next week, we'll have wine. Woo-woo! One way or another. One way or another. That'll be awesome. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will see you next week. See you next time.